Good morning. Are you ready? First Thessalonians 5:16. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances. Y'all get that? Be thankful in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you who belong in Christ Jesus. So let me put it to you a different way. The next time you complain about gas prices, stop and give thanks that you got a car. The next time you complain about a messy house, you need to be thankful you got a family that can mess that junk up. Next time you complain about your boss, you need to give thanks you got a job. Live each day in an attitude of gratitude because that'll make your life happier. Let's go eat. I could stop right there. I really could. I could, I could have been like, hey, man, let's go home. That would have been it. done, done. But then they, they, okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now, look, here's the deal. The deal is this will be the shortest session, but possibly the most deadly session. Mark chapter 16, verse 15. I got to give you the scripture. Hey, look at me. It's cool to get up and do your little song and to be entertaining. It's cool to make people laugh. It's cool to do all that stuff. But if you ain't got a meaning behind your madness, you just a comedian. It's fine the way I get to put stuff together. I'm crazy the way I do stuff. But everything I do comes down to one thing. And I'm about to give you the meaning of it all. If you are a leader, there's one thing. You have one objective. Just one thing. Especially if you have Christ. If Christ is not at the center of your leadership, you're not a leader. You're just somebody else's puppet. But with Christ at the center of this thing, you have a purpose. You have a meaning. Mark 16, verse 15. And he said to them, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and be baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. Matthew chapter 9, verse 37. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest are plentiful, but the laborers are fruit. Therefore, pray earnestly that the Lord of the harvest will send out laborers into the harvest field. 1 Corinthians 9, 22. The, I love this. To the weak, I become weak, that I might win the weak. I don't think y'all got that. You don't have to look strong every day of your life. You don't have to be Superman all the time. Sometimes it's just somebody sitting. My, my wife's here. We had a family in our church baby drown. And my wife will tell you, my pastor is a legend. He is a legend. His name's Dan Betzer. He is a stinking legend. My wife said she will never forget the picture of my pastor. She said, my pastor laying in the floor of the emergency room, holding a dad flat on his belly. He walked in, got down. This dad's weeping. They just told him his baby died. One-year-old boy, and he just hugs him. And he didn't move until that man got up off the floor. I become weak so that I can save the weak. Somebody touch your neighbor and say, it's getting quiet. Watch this. 
I have become all things to all people that by all means I might save some. Somebody touch your neighbor and say, save someone. Romans chapter 1 verse 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jews first and also to the Greeks. So let me break it down for you. Are y'all ready? Somebody touch your neighbor and say, here we go. Touch your other neighbor and say, it's on. Go to Luke chapter 19. I just got two of these. Luke chapter 19. If y'all only knew what was about to happen in this chapel, I, I just, I just, if y'all only knew. Watch this. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. What did Jeff say when he was up here? Stuff happens when you're just passing through. You own the way, things happen. So Jesus was on the way. It says a man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector and he was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short. <laughs> you got to like that, dude. He just like, because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. Now, here's the deal. I like this Zacchaeus dude, not the short part. I ain't got that problem. But I like this Zacchaeus dude because it says because he was short, he couldn't see over the crowd. Then you know what? You know good and well. He asked people, can I see? Can I see? And ain't nobody going to let him front because of the two things. Number one, he rich. And the way he got rich was taking their money. Okay, so what he did was he had this preconceived notion, the other people did, on who they thought should see Jesus. They had this preconceived thought on who could actually be saved. What's yours? I'm, I'm not here to cause problems. I'm too dumb to cause problems. Because some dudes get up and they will rock you with stuff just to make you think because you're in college. That ain't me, y'all. I'm here today to tell you my secret. I am really good at what I do because I came to seek and save the lost. You got to be better than the Downton Abbey movie that's coming out today, all right? And if you go to that movie tonight, the theater, that, that film's going to break. You need to be in this room tonight because there's a, there's a finish to everything God does. He puts his finishing touches on the house before he opens the front door. And tonight is the finishing touch. So if you don't come, fine. I'm coming. I'll get your blessing. And I'm going to pray all day a double anointing on everybody who comes. And they get the anointing that you didn't get because you went out for ice cream. So here we go. Eric Samuel Tim said, I like ice cream. I'll buy it after Rich is done. All right. <laughs> so look at me. Y'all watch this. I like Zacchaeus. You know why? He found a way to see Jesus. He did what he had to do to get a glimpse of who Jesus was. He had this built in desire to find hope, to find this whole thing out. So what he did, y'all know what he did. He climbed up a tree. That brother went ahead of the crowd and climbed up a tree. Verse four. So he ran ahead and climbed up a sycamore tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. Not only did he get in front of the crowd, he had enough sense to find out which direction Jesus was going in. Do you even smart enough to be at a college like this? Do you even know which way Jesus is moving? Well, maybe you need to take a moment and get a desire to see who he is. 
Okay, look at me. I'm not. I'm just I'm just Uncle Reggie. I'm just here to lay it down and I'm gonna walk away. All right. But listen to me. When Zacchaeus got up that tree, it says when Jesus saw him, Jesus saw him. When Jesus reached the spot. I like that. It says when Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and he saw him. How did Jesus know there was a spot? Because he's God. He knew that little man was going to climb that tree when he woke up that morning. God knows what he wants for you. But are you willing to get ahead of the crowd and climb the tree? Somebody hit your neighbor and say, you better climb that tree. Look at your other neighbor and say, it's time to get your boots on and climb. You better climb that tree. Okay, y'all with me? Watch. Watch, 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 watch what's happening. It says when Jesus got to the spot, he looked up and he said, Zacchaeus. Okay, stop right there. He knew that brother's name. I'm so glad that made 20 of you happy. He knew that brother's name. He said, Zacchaeus, come down out of that tree because I'm coming to your house today. Stop. Hold on. That's why you better make your bed in your dorm room before you leave. I'm telling you, Donovan, she's coming, okay? <laughs> if you don't know, uh, my nephew's a senior here, and uh, my wife is going to go look at his apartment, and uh, she's coming. Donovan's about to jump up and run <laughs> and clean his room. All right. I'm coming to your house today. Verse 6, so he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, huh, he has gone to the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and he said to the Lord, Lord, look, here and now I'll give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I cheated anybody, I will pay them back four times the amount. Jesus never said a word. All he said was, Zacchaeus, come down, I'm coming to your house. And he let other people talk. Hey, sometimes you got to let them talk. They don't know you. Let people talk. Let them do it. It's all right. Ain't nothing wrong with looking at your little Instagram. Don't believe what people saying. Hey, look at me. Listen to me very carefully, all right? If they ain't got holes in their hands and a spear mark in their side and a crown of thorns that was left on their head, then they don't matter. They don't matter. You listen to Jesus. He's got you. And he's got a plan for your life. Y'all just don't realize what the plan is until now. But everybody going to know in a few minutes. I love this. This boy goes, I give half my stuff to the poor. If I cheat anybody, I'm going to pay them four times. Jesus said to him, today salvation is coming to your house because this man, too, is the son of Abraham. For the son of man has come to seek and save the lost. I love that. There's another one. If you want to go there, it's in John chapter 4. The Bible says that Jesus went to, um, he, was, he was going through Samaria, and he stopped at noon because he was hot. He was tired. But he even says he was tired. And he stopped at Jacob's well, and he said, sit there. Let me just read it to you. Verse 6. Jacob well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from his journey, sat down by the well. It was noon, all right? Then a Samaritan woman came to draw water. Jesus asked her, will you give me a drink? Everybody, look at Reggie for a second. Can I say something? Here's what I like about Jesus. 
Why would he sit by a well at noon? Y'all don't get it. It's hot, y'all. And y'all know, South Florida, like this place, it's hot. And if you got to go get your own water, you do it on two different times a day. You do it in the morning or you do it in the afternoon. You don't go at noon. It's too stinking hot to go get water at noon. Why did this woman go to the well at noon? Because she didn't want nobody. She didn't want to run into anybody. She didn't want nobody to see. She didn't want to talk to nobody because she had a reputation. When the Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus says, will you give me something to drink? His disciples had gone ahead to buy some food. The Samaritan woman said to him, are you a Jew and I'm a Samaritan woman? How can you ask me for something to drink? For Jews did not associate with Samaritans. I don't even need to stop right there, do I? She's like, why are you talking to me? You're a Jew. And once again, people put their own stipulations on who they get to talk to or not. Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God that was asking you for something to drink, you would ask him and he would give you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw from the deep, deep well. Where can you get living water? Are you greater than the father Jacob who gave us this well to drink from it himself? I love that because all he could say was, yeah. Jesus answered, everyone who drinks from this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks from the water I give will never thirst again. In other words, yeah. Everybody look at your neighbor and say, yeah. Yeah. The woman said to him, sir, give me this water that I won't be thirsty again. Keep coming back to draw this water. He told her, go call your husband and come back. Oh, this is cool. It just gets real cool because he's actually trying to see how real she'll get. He's like, go get your husband, bring him back to me. Just go get your husband, bring him back to me. I'll tell you about it. And the fact is, you, she goes, I'm sorry. I don't have a husband. She, he, Jesus goes, oh, yeah, you have five. <laughs> and the man you with now, he ain't your husband. I could just stop right there. The only reason he was prophetic was to save her soul. If you become prophetic, be careful how you use it. I don't know. I'm not. I told you I ain't smart. I'm just telling you right now. If Jesus came to seek and save the lost, so will I. If he came to save the lost, so will I. Do you know what the key is to all this? Saving the lost. They're lost. They're trying to find hope. They're looking for hope. And for some reason, God called you to this campus because you know what? This is a place where God is, but he's here to touch you so that you could touch them and the world might be saved. That's what this is all about. Y'all don't get it, do you? Y'all don't get it. Can I make it personal? Let's make it personal. Let me explain why you need to get all of God you can while you're here. Let me explain, leaders, why you need to figure this thing out. Because you have no idea who you're going to stand in front of. You have no idea who you're going to speak to. You have no idea the choices or destiny that they're going to make after you get done meeting them. I'll just show you. Watch screen. 
you have no idea the future they will turn to if you don't tell them. You have no idea the gun they will pick up if you don't love Jesus. You have no idea the harm they could do if you don't stand and deliver the gospel. Don't you get this? This is our mandate. To seek and save the lost. This is who we are. This is what we stand for. This is why you fight in the classroom. So you can stand in the public eye. You kill the lion and the bear in your private life. So you can kill the giant in front of the world and proclaim Jesus. That's how we stop this. You look up in the tree and find the next Zacchaeus and show him love. Even if they turn their back on you, you love them. You do your part. You do everything you can to save them before it's too late. Because if we don't win them, somebody else will. You're not a kid no more, y'all. This ain't youth camp and it ain't youth convention. This is where the heroes are made. Leaders, I'm sorry. Some of y'all seen stuff, but I'd rather wade my way through all the junks of the church to get to that one adult who's about to commit suicide and give them hope and love. To find that one kid with a single parent mom that we give groceries to and we open up our after school care or our Mother's Day out so that she can get her nails done so one day her kid can come to church and end up loving Jesus instead of being a ninth grader pulling the trigger in band class. This is what we do. We won't know until we get to heaven the result of our sacrifice. But I don't even want to know when I get to heaven. Because I have known this. If he died for me, I'll die for him. If he lived for me, I'll live for him. Because this is who we are. And to be honest, you can sit there, cross your arms and go, oh, he's using some kind of scare tactic. Have you had a gun pulled out on you in a public school assembly? No. But I have. And guess what? I took that gun. And I hugged the kid. But I'm old. Who's going to take my place? That's the only reason I'm standing here today. And not in a high school down the street. Everybody take the number one finger and put it up. Everybody point at your neighbor. Bring it back. Point at yourself. Bring it back. Raise it up. Bring it down. I'm colliding my two worlds right now. Because, dude, this sounds literally, the quietness right now sounds like a high school assembly program for me. I don't play. I just, I, I have fun, but then I just tell kids the truth. And all of a sudden, it's quiet. But here's the deal. Do you know what you can do every day of your life? Love people. And it starts with the person beside you. So I need you to point at that person, look them in the eye, and say, don't you give up. Point at yourself and say, I won't give up. Put it up and say, let me love you. Now, y'all don't understand, man. We, hey, in order for us to fight the fight out there, we got to have the love up in here. So I need y'all to do it the way I would do it. Point at your neighbor and say, don't you give up? Nah, nah, nah. Say, I won't give up. Nah, nah, nah. Say, let me love you. All right. 
Here's what we're going to do. I can't hear. I can't hear. Clap your hands, everybody. Say it to your neighbor when I tell you to. Everybody clap your hands, help me out, go! Go! Don't you give up? Say it, say it. Put your hands up high. Clap them real good. Central, help me out. Say it loud, say it proud. Point, say, don't you give up? Say, say it. Say it to the world. Don't you give up? Say, say it. Now stop, because there's only one thing left to do, and I might as well do it in another secular song.
To do what? All right, North Central, listen to me. No matter what happens, you are the mouthpiece for Jesus. You were made to run through this world. No matter where you end up, you have the gospel of hope. You have the gospel of love. You have Jesus Christ. It is time for us to run this race and never give up. Let's leave a mark in hell. Let's leave a mark on this earth. Let's do something for somebody. Let's help somebody. Let's love somebody. Let's change somebody for the power of Jesus Christ. If you're with me say yeah. yeah if you're with me say yeah. yeah if you're with me say I'm all in sing it Yes. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to North Central. Come on, squeeze the person next to you. Come on, give them a low high five.